Welcome to the Condor Climbing Cast, Episode 6. In this episode, I talked to Tom Spackow. He's one of my longtime climbing mentors, one of the people that really got me into climbing. So it was great to catch up with him in his backyard with his homemade climbing wall. I hope you enjoy. So, paint the picture. Where are we right now? We're in. Yeah. We're in Tom's backyard. We're sitting by the fire. There's a playhouse with like a storage. What would you call it? like a storage? It's a nice little shed action. Like a storage going. shed. Yeah. We got the raised bed garden. Yeah. With a drip irrigation system. Homemade drip uh, homemade irrigation. Drip irrigation. Uh, we got. We got a couple of fruit trees in the back, and then we are um, currently just outside the under the deck climbing wall. Yeah, this cave. is this is really cool, man. And Connor got to play around on it, which is really fun for me Super because fun. usually I'm playing around down here by <laughs> myself. Like, what can I make up with this cool climbing wall? Feel, How can I keep myself motivated? Feeling a little bit insane, <laughs> yeah, probably sometimes. sometimes. Yeah, climbing in circles here, but I got got a yeah, a couple forty, you know, forty five degree flat wall. Like a twenty five degree, and then a ceiling, and it and it's just a little box. I mean, yeah, it's just it's just it's. I mean, yeah. it's the angles are are great because they're like, what like what what are the two main angles like forty five degrees? Yeah, forty five, and then that side wall is about eh, twenty twenty five. I would say it's 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 yeah, it's pretty short, and then just right into the ceiling. So you get, I mean. Yeah, you get some variety, and and you got the roof too. You got the roof. I was gonna say, and so really there's a nice. ton of routes that just go, yeah, circuits and in circles and and top out on the deck. Yes, which Connor did. That was, dude. Yeah. the deck top out was yeah. very unexpected. You but pull over, very and fun. <laughs> sometimes when I go up to like check the burgers, I just yeah. climb the route <laughs> to up go there, check them. and then I check the burgers, and then I come back down. And I love it because it's like. It's like what, like when I was a kid, this is like the setup that I would have dreamed about. Yeah. Enough, bud. Yeah. I know it's comfy, but I'm making the mic move around. Jax, Jax is, is standing on the pad, making the mic rock up and down. It's kind of nerve-wracking. Go on. Go. Here we go. He's been a feature in every podcast. Yeah, I remember him. Here we go. Love his commentary. <laughs> his but, so what, um, how much is your... How much has your perspective changed from climbing wise from like when we first started to now? Like what is what has been like the yeah. main difference? Oh uh, man, wow. That's the main thing. Yeah, I, to I was ask thinking you. about that. I was like, man, how long uh, so I've been climbing for about fifteen years total. Yeah. I started in college, good old campus rec center, climbing gym. And I was just like a total meathead. I love sports. Yeah. And then I was I uh, I went in the climbing gym and I like struggled on five nine and saw these little guys just do 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 up there and I'm this two hundred and five pound meathead, you know. Yeah. And um, so when I met you it was about ten years ago at Lifetime Fitness. 
You were, uh, the, you were the manager. I was supervising the Lifetime Fitness in Overland Park, that yeah. climbing wall, which was actually a really cool climbing wall, um, but we didn't really have a lot of climbers no. at that climbing wall. So It we, was like, what was like the main group we had? How many people do you think uh, it was? Half a dozen, maybe. It was like eight to twelve. Yeah, eight yeah. To 12. There, well, there was there was kind of the bouldering crew. Yeah. Which was you know you and your brother. Yeah. And and Chris and you know yeah. a handful of guys and then there was like, well actually that's where I met the Rattermans, Phil oh, and yeah, Leslie and Cody there. and Jade who yeah uh, they they own Apex and yeah. so we met at Lifetime, and Cody, uh, was like ten yeah he was years super old. Young. And, um, yeah, so back then, I mean, I just, I like climbing. I'm from Colorado. I like climbing. It's fun. It's fun community. Yeah. It's, I love problem solving. Yeah. And then to throw in the physical aspect of like trying hard and like using my body to figure out this puzzle. It's just really fun for me. Like, um, lifting weights kind of got boring. (laughs) for me and I still do it sometimes I still actually like to lift heavy weights every once in a while but what's nice is it keeps you balanced yeah and I I find I need to um, do some pushing exercises or you get that you get that like boulder back dude yeah because I'm just pulling on everything (laughs) it's pull 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 and so you know throwing in some shoulder press and some push-ups or you know some bench press some some dips um, I find actually a big one is antagonist forearm muscles, like the little yeah. motorcycle wrist curls. Positions. Yeah, so. just just because that's if we get imbalanced, we we get injured. That's yeah. what happens. So, but back then, um, I was uh, I don't know. I was I was into climbing, um, but yeah, I, it was it was kind of I don't know. It's it, it's been so now. I was single back then. Mm-hmm. Now I'm married and I have two small children. Very adorable children. Yeah, they are cute. And Kaylee, three and a half. <laughs> Little crusher. She is. She's, she's pretty good. She, it's cool having a climbing wall at home because they just play on it. Yeah. Um, and she's... That's such a good, like, oh, active... Yeah. So nice, dude. Kids need I to get outside and play. Yes. For sure. And having this to where it's, like, in your backyard under the deck is so nice yeah because yeah. it's like you have the outside and then you can come yeah. climb yeah we hang out here quite a bit oh yeah this i would <laughs> i would i could live in your shed yeah. perfectly Dude, I'll re- 200 a month I'll rent out to <laughs> that's you. kind of steep bro <laughs> i know that is what steep. sorry <laughs> you have a climbing it's team. kind of messed up tom <laughs> <laughs> All right, 150. Gym memberships included. Utilities. I didn't say gym memberships. The climbing gym is thirty dollars a month. Damn. <laughs> Extra. That's um, steep. There's a startup fee of hundred. <laughs> yeah, um, the startup fee. <laughs> and if you want to eat any vegetables out of the garden, that's that'll that's be extra too. By the time I'm gonna. Squeeze oh. a thousand out of you a month. I'm gonna get nickel and dime for everything. <laughs> Sorry, now Connor, you were, actually you saw my basement. Yeah, you're welcome anytime cool. for free. I appreciate yes. that. Yeah, that's super. <laughs> that's super nice because we're we're in there and um, in Tom's basement. You have what like four bunks? Yeah, there's four be- five beds total. Five beds. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we love Just housing anybody. people. We love hospitality. Yeah, that's a value we have. Sharing your home is like. That's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. fun, too. Like, in the United States, in the Western culture, because uh, I, as you know, 
gotten to travel a lot yes. around the world, but in the Western culture, yeah, we just we're independent. We're kind of to ourselves, you know. And yeah. and but the spice of life is uh, Jax is loving the pad there. The spice of life is really actually when we get to like hang out and commune with other people, and 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 it's the downtime. It's yeah. it's when you're not. Yeah, when you're just so we love housing people. We love people coming through and that's like friends, a, family, stuff like that. You know, a climbing culture thing that is a little different is like I feel like it's more common in like the climbing community. That's true. To yeah, like house people and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I've had it to where I was like taking a trip and every time you go somewhere, somebody's like, "You just stay, stay yeah. here, stay no out problem. here, and totally. no problem at all." No, it's true. It's really nice. But that is true. That's something I noticed in Japan was, like, the extreme hospitality. Like, mm -hmm. everybody just wanted to figure out what I needed. And they were so willing to help. Yeah. And I knew, like, it made me want to go back with, like, a lot more knowledge of the language. Just so I could, like, yeah. have more communication with everybody. And just, totally. like, almost as a respect thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to, like, say thank you. Yeah, totally, yep. Because I, I think here it also made me be a lot more um, appreciative of people that are here that aren't like they can't speak great English. Because it's like, it's hard, man. dude, what was I doing out in Japan? <laughs> Sign language, trying yeah. to figure out how to get to the yeah. bus stop or whatever. I knew like enough phrases to get by. So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. people that are living in another country that like are learning the language and like really trying. Yeah. That's like a really yeah. awesome thing. It is. It is, man. No, it's uh, it's true, and so, yeah, circling around, we're we're, we're uh, uh, it's good though. We're, so, climbing though from from ten years ago to today, I find well, man, the journey has been fun because back when I was single and had a lot of time, mm -hmm. go go climbing all the time outside. Did a lot of developing. Yeah, you know, obviously that some of that crew with Cameron and Mark and Frank. Um, you know, finding all these random boulders around Kansas City. Yeah. Some of them good, most of them not. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I lo I just like climbing. Like even yeah. even I I told you earlier I'm going to Cliff Drive tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. And it, yeah, but it's in it's in Kansas City, and I get to go climb outside for a little while, meet somebody right. there at 7 a.m., get a nice little early yeah. morning session yeah. before it gets too hot. It's actually be like 60 degrees. Uh, 55 60 degrees at that time so that'd be pretty nice yeah um, but I just I just like climbing so but now and this is part of why I built the home wall is um, you know married is one thing um, but then kids dude that or kid or kids plural like <laughs> yeah. that is the that's the game changer in life I've found is um, a lot of time yeah they're just I love my kids so much but a ton of time a ton of energy and so the reason why I built this home wall initially was really for me. Yeah. So I could climb at home and like not have to leave a lot. I could I could get a session in during one of my kids' naps. Right. Like in an hour. And I've actually done that quite a bit. Um, oh, yeah. That's a, and, like time uh, management. Yeah. Or, or like right now, kids are in bed. Right. We're here hanging out, yeah. and, and you get an hour hour session in or something. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, my little circuits. Yeah, my little circuits, you know, <laughs> got my thing, got my little things to keep me motivated. Yeah. Um, but I found now that Kaylee, you know, she's three and a half. Um, yeah, she, like she, start, she just plays on it. I didn't realize how 
how awesome it would be for them mm-hmm. to play around. And, and Abby, my wife, comes down. She climbs a little bit, uh, probably once or probably once a week. Mm-hmm. She'll climb down here with me, which nice. is really fun. Yeah. And uh, so we can have just this fun, like, family. Um, it's a great bonding. Oh, yeah. Hanging tool. out, you know. Yeah. Especially with, like the fi- like we literally sat out here. We had so- we climbed. Yeah. We had s'mores. Like, na- yeah. It's just went a nice. Went with the double dip on the s'mores. Yeah. Went oh, for yeah. round two. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, been yeah. a long time since I've had Come one on. Of those. <laughs> yeah. But so. it, it's a great. Yeah, it's such a great spot for. Yeah, family. Mm. Do you find yourself just appreciating just any time you have to climb now a lot more? Like, is it? It's more, it's more, um, it's, I have to be more intentional. Right. Yeah. I do have to be more intentional, um, with a lot of things, which is interesting. Yeah. And, and man, it is a game changer. Like you have kids and you realize, um, what, I mean, I don't know how to say it. It's, it's just so hard, but you just, you love your kids so much and you, they're the priority. Right. And so, and, and, uh. The focus has changed. It totally like it's <laughs> and whereas in the past, it, you kind of have a lot of time. It's like oh, I can kind of do this, do that. Whereas now, I feel like, like we talk about sometimes about managing money, right? Mm-hmm. And we want to we want to be wise with our resource, and we want to, you know, make a budget and like steward our finances. I found um, with being married and then having kids, managing my time has been like a thing that I've really learned, and I'm pretty good at. I feel like I'm pretty good at time management, but I took it to a, n- a whole new level because it's like, okay, I really need to be focused with how I use my time if I want to, um, if I want to climb and yeah. like keep doing well, or if I want to um, have alone time like to process. Like, right. like that's something. Whereas in the past, that's easy. I can get, I can, I can go get alone time anytime when I was single. But now it's like I gotta wake up before my kids wake up if I want some alone time. Right. So that I can be a, a good husband and dad. Yeah. <laughs> because I know I need some introvert time. Because um, you gotta give them your full self. Yeah. Because once it's once once the day's going, it's going. So I found I have to be intentional with with uh, with my time more. But in a way. Um, it's kind of nice because I feel like I don't waste as much time as I used to. Um, yeah, because I'm like, I've got to use, I want to use it all for things that are important mm. and not YouTube. Right. <laughs> so so your, time, your time focus has been on like more meaningful things. Yeah, totally. Like, and, and not just, you know, sitting around and, and we're in the past. It's like, oh, what, I got I got a whole day to burn. I could do, yeah. you know, I could do whatever. I hang out and. Whereas now it's like, no, like, I want to read that book or, you know, or yeah. something. Or I want to, yeah, spend time with the kids, spend time with Abby. I want, or I want to, yeah, exercise or climb or, um, yeah, wh- wh- whatever it is. Maybe uh, build relationship with this other family or something that we're right. friends with. Um, so yeah, get some community going. Yeah, and that's, that's important, too. Um, we don't have any, like, biological family around here. So I find we do we do uh lean and try to find some other families mm-hmm. that are in our same season of life yeah that we can that, that share our same um values too uh, yeah. that we can connect with and and hang out with but also help each other out like yeah. hey you help watch my kids we'll help watch your kids right. you know like trade off um so 
so yeah that's been that's probably been one of the big ones so i think has your training changed like how you train has that changed definitely or like even like did you train in the past really? i didn't and i kind of still don't that much <laughs> yeah right but I, like uh, is yeah. that is that adjusted too like with it has it has i i think i've I think I actually train more now okay. than I did then. Um, Is that because like the time management? It's a little bit of the time management because I know I can um, do my ten minute fingerboard workout <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like keep my like my finger strength up, you right. know, or or improve yeah. it. Actually, the truth is like whenever I train like actually do specific finger training yeah i like always bump up a grade it always pays <laughs> like off. every time yeah. i'm like wow this really works but i don't do it because in the past and even now i really do just um like climbing and and, and you know bol- mostly bouldering and just actually just hanging out and climbing and and that that's really good um but yeah like to go to a gym or even to be down here you know to do that for three or four hours isn't realistic yeah in this season of life so it's like yeah like oh i got an hour i got my 15 minute work warm-up routine (laughs) and then i'm gonna uh start working up the grades then i'm gonna crush hard stuff for 15 minutes and then i'm gonna do some fingerboarding and then boom the baby wakes up yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i like i have a little baby monitor uh, so these like Tuesday and Thursday, I stay home and watch the kids. I do some work from home. So so I have like the baby monitor, and like the, she starts crying, and my hands are all chalky. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I could go wash my hands, and I'll go get her up. And and uh, yeah. so it's 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 definitely trained. And I'm also um, I'm 34. I'll turn 35 in July. I'm also getting older. Yeah. So I find that um, yeah, like if I if I actually actually want to improve. I have to train mm. like because I'm right at that plateau I've been I've been at a I've been at the you know the v5 v6 consistent mark for like a decade <laughs> and whenever I train I go a little bit higher yeah and then if I don't I just kind of hang out right in that grade and I feel like that's a huge plateau mark for a lot of people definitely um, and 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 so right now it's like yeah I can always yeah I can always climb at that level roughly but if I actually want to improve, mm-hmm. I have to focus a little bit. I have to do some do some uh, stretching. I have to do some finger yeah. strength. I have to focus on my my climbing skill, not just power, but you know, like um, technique, the way I'm flowing and, yeah. and stuff. Um, so, and actually having limited time, part of that has made me like I've actually done some some more focused training on finger strength, lock off strength, and then I would say core and technique. What have you? What do you think? Out of all those things, has given you the most? The finger strength. By the finger far. strength. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and and I I'm so I really do say, if you want to get better at climbing, um, yeah, your technique is super important, and your core and your footwork goes into that, especially if you're on overhanging stuff. But really, I mean, I really do. If you can't hold on to the holds, yeah. you can't move off the holds. Right. So like finger strength, I I put that as number one. Um, yeah, it's just super simple. If you can't hold on to them, you can't move. <laughs> you can't you can't move through holds. So that's usually my limiting factor because I've been climbing so long. My um, and I'm and I'm pretty athletic as a as a person. Like 
do You're others. set up well. I do other sports stuff. Yeah, my technique and my core yeah. is usually pretty good. I know how to use my body. You've always had a pretty strong core. Yeah. From what I remember. Yeah, the <laughs> good old board core. Yeah, good old board core. <laughs> yeah, the and that a lot of that's just because I I've just always loved sports and just kind of been a you've always been an all around athlete. Yeah, even today before you came over, like we went on a on a family bike ride. We we nice. run together, push that double jogger. Dude, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. I feel like that's so important. Like, of course, I don't have a family, but yeah. just to be active yeah. with your family and, like, move around together. And and, together. Yeah. That's a big one. Because, like, I feel like, too, if, if you don't move around, you just get, like, tense and stressed. And yeah. You just hold that in. There's times when me or Abby, we've been, like, we need to go for a run or I need to go for a run or something. Right. Like, I, I just, yeah, I just need to go run two or three miles and kind of let those Wash endorphins out, you know, and, and every time, yeah, it, it really is. It's really, it works and it's good. And, and I like, um, right now it's really fun cause we figured it out to where we, we get, can do it together. Yeah. That, that's something, um, it's really interesting. Actually, it's reminding me of the story, <laughs> story time. Um, <laughs> Where when it was just me and Abby, I remember we were going um, to the trailhead over here. Uh, I live in Grandview, over to Longview, and uh, we the lake. Yeah, we were gonna go. We were gonna go and like do a run, and and I uh, we we're driving over there, and we were both gonna run. We both like to run, but we I was gonna run really fast because I'm faster than her. That sounded prideful. I'm gonna run really fast, but I was gonna run, and she was gonna run. We were gonna meet back together, and on the way over, I was just thinking, and. Um, yeah, honestly, it was it was like a God moment. I felt like it was just so clear. I was like, you can, you can run fast by yourself, or you can slow down for the sake of relationship. Yeah. And like run together. And he was teaching me not about running. It was about it was about relationship and like yeah. marriage, and um, and that's something that I'm learning with with uh, being married and having kids is, uh, it's way different than. <laughs> being single yeah. and like you can run all over the place you can do this you can do that you can go sleep out of your van for a month yeah not with not i mean unless you figured out somehow a way to do it with kids yeah. but like it's just a different season and like slowing down so that we can we can do it together like yeah. we can we can uh, enjoy each other's company and go somewhere yeah and and which usually means i am slowing down um to this actually the lowest common denominator like this the so that we can for the sake of relationship and so that that's really and be less about uh and this is the thing less us men we like to perform yeah we like to accomplish things look at me i'm Very amazing goal oriented yeah and yeah. and there could be a healthy aspect to that that like we can use that to like like sometimes i use, i have some goals and it helps like give me focus to drive for something but sometimes it can cause us to leave people in the in the dust yes and like leave people behind or like um yeah not care about people or whatever and so be like more self-centered yeah and so it was it was it's a lesson i'm still learning it because it's hard sometimes if you want to get somewhere fast to like slow down and be patient yeah and be humble and 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 be grateful. Yeah, yeah, and and do it together, and and it's always good in the long run. But sometimes it's tough because you you can, you can want to get there, and so that's that's something I've learned with, with being uh, married and having kids, and is like doing it together. So so like 
perfect example, bringing it into the climbing context. Yeah. We'll go climb as a family. Um, we'll climb here a lot, play around and stuff. But like if we go to Apex or we go to ROKC, yeah. I usually don't do much climbing. Really? No. I mean, I'll, I'll climb at ROKC. It's a little bit better because uh, we we use the auto blaze and, and we can do some stuff and like Susanna, the baby just kind of hangs out <laughs> and watches us and, and yeah. Kaylee, Abby and I like we can trade off the auto blades but if we go to Apex um, usually I'm watching the baby and Kaylee and Abby are climbing and I'm not really climbing too much so that they can climb because yeah. um, and so I'm just again it's like slowing down like I want them to enjoy this time and so and I get to climb a lot yeah. uh, here at home and also um, working at Apex um, so when we go as a family it's like this is more their time and I'm just gonna help watch the baby so Abby can enjoy herself and not worry about some big Bruno squishing her baby yeah. falling off the wall and little Susanna's you know crawling around goo goo ga ga yeah. like there's you know people falling yeah everywhere. that's Abby's worst nightmare is, yeah. is, is and so it's like I got the baby and then yeah. Abby can like climb around and try hard and not worry about whether her child's safe. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Kay- Kaylee's pretty good. Kaylee knows, like, don't walk under people and gym etiquette stuff. She's learned that. Um, so, so yeah, that's a, it's, it's a different, yeah, it's a different season. Yeah. But it's good. It's really rich. And, and, and honestly, every season, uh, every season has its good stuff. It's good fruit. It's good. It's, it's, um, opportunities and its challenges and its lessons and its lessons yeah Yeah. and so i think every season of life just embracing it and and not comparing it to an old season oh when i used to or in that you know like no like live in the now and uh, yeah be thankful and appreciative and grateful for like what you have and uh yeah embrace it you know and don't and don't look to the future oh when i'm retired or you know like try to live in the now um, man, like I try to live in the now and, and that's part of why I think I like climbing. It forces you to live in the now. Yes. If you don't live in the now, you won't climb good. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll, uh, you'll struggle. Yeah. So I kind of like that. It kind of forces you to focus yeah. on the, on the present. Yeah. It makes you very present. Yeah. Is that, do you think that's why you kind of fell in love with setting? Yeah, well, I I like creating things. Yeah, I love to you're, create. You're a builder, like you I build a lot do of love things. to build. Yeah. And even this, I mean, we're sitting, like I had a lot of fun, and maybe well, I don't, I wouldn't say more fun. I had a lot of fun building it. I was gonna yeah. say maybe more fun than even climbing <laughs> on it. Yeah. I do like building stuff, um, and so, but I found uh, this is another revelation that I've had just recently. If I can create, I like building stuff. I like creating things. If I can create something that other people enjoy, mm. that brings me a lot of fulfillment. Yeah. So if I can create music, mm. if I can create a route, if I can create this um, this playset that I got on Craigslist and then put a roof on it and painted it and like hung up these swing set things like Kaylee loves this thing yeah like if I can create something that other people enjoy like I get a ton of satisfaction out of that that's awesome and so with route setting same thing like if I can create this cool route that people get to like play around on and and enjoy it and like and even for them like uh, if it helps them 
live in the present and yeah. like be in it and or there's a couple of them and they're like working this route out together like i oh man i love that it's like super cool um and that's one of my favorite things too even being like kind of floating around the gym and if i hear somebody say like oh man that was like that was a really cool route and it's like my route and they, they have no right they have no idea i'm just yeah. like I'm just cool. smiling inside. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, cool, cool man. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. You just made my day. Yeah. So uh, that that's really that's really fun for me. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. Jax is talking to the neighbors. So like the the shared experience of it is like kind of your favorite part. Yeah, I guess it would be. Well, it's like um. I guess it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a shared experience, but it's like I got to create this gift, and then. I got to, I got to give this gift to this, you know, this person or these people and they, you know, just imagine like a little kid opening, you know, Christmas day presents or something. They get to open this gift and just the joy it is to be able to give a gift and then like their excitement, you just like, that just makes me happy inside. So mm. it's like, I got to create this thing and give it to them and they open it and they were like, this is awesome. And I'm like. I'm glad you think that's awesome. That makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so that's, that's, that's a big, a big thing. Cause even these routes at home, like create these routes and even for you, like you got to climb some of these, mm -hmm. that was as much fun for me as when I climbed them the first time. Just like seeing somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Like, Oh, kind of just crushed that thing. <laughs> it took me like a couple sessions. He just flashed it. <laughs> Get out of here. $200 yeah. a month, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. why you up my rent. That's why, I, yeah, I forgot, yeah, you flashed on my projects. But, uh, no, yeah, but yeah, no, that's, that's super cool. Like, somebody else getting to enjoy, uh, what I've, what I've labored over. The fruits of your labor. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fun. How did, uh, how did it come about for you being the headset at Apex? Yeah, it, um, well, when Apex, when we, Apex has been a really fun journey from, from the beginning. Cause I mean, it was, uh, I've been, had this friendship with the Rattermans for a long time. And, uh, Phil, even beforehand was like, man, I think I want to maybe like try to build a climbing gym. Yeah. And, um, I, I told Phil, Elsa's thinking about building another climbing gym. Maybe you guys should meet and talk. Yeah. And so they met and talked and they ended up going for it. Yeah. And that was fun. I don't were you in on any of those early I, design talks or kind of not 100% like not really in passing but just kind of like right. I I got asked a couple of times and I like gave my your, your my two cents. Two cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I wasn't like super involved in it. I I came and checked it out when they first got the building. Mm -hmm. Um but the cave I was more involved with Apex. Yeah. It was a little less involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, uh, I, I jumped in on the tail end of the cave. Oh, good memories with Connor. Yeah, putting in tea nuts. Making the, robot noises. Oh my gosh, we were going crazy, dude. When you tea nut like five hours straight, you just you go a little bit. You insane. just like lose it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I am a robot. I am here to tea nut. Three screws. Three <laughs> Jeez, that, would, that one girl was like, "You guys are weird." There's yeah. this other girl back there. She, she was. Was that Steph? Was that? Yeah, Steph? yeah, yeah. It was Steph. Yeah, it was Steph. And that was like the first time I met Steph. And she, she, she was, she finally found out like two months later I was normal. But, yeah. but I. Uh, None of us are normal. Yeah, that 
Yeah, that, <laughs> that was fun. nutting robot job. But so with with Apex, like it was really fun to kind of be. Hey there, big bug. It was really fun to kind of be in. Uh, got to help a little bit with like the designing of the walls and the layouts and like yeah. even part of the building. And so when Apex opened, I was the headsetter initially. Oh, I didn't to know get that. it off okay. the ground. I think I set like 80 routes oh my God. or something like oh my for, God. for the opening. You're the only. No, there was there was like 150 total, but I. I I, I set a lot of routes oh in that my. gym when it first opened, it was, <laughs> which actually, again, it was brand new. And honestly, it was so fun. Like, yeah, because you have all the holes. Oh, man. All these holds, fresh walls, all these angles, like you've been dreaming endless about. Endless possibilities. And dreaming about stuff. And, um, and again, uh, that was, uh, I, yeah, Kaylee was. No, she I, she wasn't born yet. Yeah. So Kaylee, because Kaylee is a little bit younger than Apex. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good way to measure it. But yeah. So I had a lot of free time, and my wife's an accountant, mm-hmm. and so during tax season she worked like a crazy amount of hours. So I'm like, I don't do. I'm gonna go set some routes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so uh, getting Apex going, I think I was the headsetter for I don't know, maybe six months. And then we had our first child, and uh, and I told Phil, hey, like, uh, just you know, I can't, like, I love love this, but I I, I can't uh, keep being the headsetter just because we've got this new baby and yeah. you know the new season of life and there's a lot going. It's on. all good. And then Chan Chan took over, good old strong Chan, and then it went through a couple a couple people, and then just recently, um, I kind of been helping out a little bit more there I've always had kind of route set mm-hmm. on my own at my own convenience which was nice um, and then yeah I was feeling over the last year I felt like a transition kind of coming but I really didn't know what it, what it what it was or what it was going to look like but it just became really clear I, I went on a little prayer retreat and like God really spoke to me and confirmed that the season was changing again mm-hmm. so embracing the change and then um, I had left my old job, which was with All Nations, doing mm. the mission stuff. Um, and then Phil had emailed me like a couple days later. He yeah. said, hey, do you want to come and do this? Help me uh, help be the headsetter and kind of help manage the, the route setting and the climbing staff and all that stuff. So I was like, well, that seemed to line up pretty That's good. good. So, yeah, yeah it, and, really and it really good. was. It really was like I jumped not really knowing and then boom landed and it just what do, you, what do you think that shift was like what do you think the n- need for that shift was i um like, do you think it was like creative thing or what what do you think man you know there's a there's a lot of mystery in it but i think of what i understand and this is a and i could i could probably talk about this for for hours um but I think one thing is, so I'm working in this, this missions organization, right? And we're, we're helping people all around the earth. We're doing uh-huh. really cool stuff. And you know, it's all about Jesus and all that stuff. And, um, and the kingdom of God, seeing the kingdom of God. And, and what I realized is that so many people that are in the church are kind of stuck in these churchy bubbles. Yes. And they're and they're not able to actually bring the goodness of the kingdom of God into all the spheres of society. And this stir was like happening in me and 
I'm in the churchy bubble. I'm in this like kind of this my job and like a lot of my friends and I'm just realizing like man, I'm kind of I'm kind of in this bubble. I'm kind of stuck in this place. Yeah. So I think that was part of it like I want to have an outlet where I can just love people and see the kingdom of God manifest that's not a not a churchy bubble. Right. And so that was so that was a big stir in my heart and and when it opened up I was like, "Oh yeah, like I love climbing. I love I love route setting. I love that's and your I, kingdom. I, yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of it's kind yeah. of been and actually it's kind of been my outlet um, to express myself and connect with people and all that yeah. stuff. So Share when Phil, your gift, yeah, too, like and, and yeah, and that's the thing. And so when Phil asked me, it was like, oh, this is totally a setup. no brainer. Yeah, so yeah. I came over and that just happened a couple months ago, and it's been really fun. And I feel like I've got a quite a bit of experience that I can really help us, um, we talked about this a little bit earlier, like produce a really quality product yeah. in, in routes for teaching people how to climb, like even yeah. forcing certain movements or, you know, technique, um, fun, mm. community, safe. <laughs> um, for some reason, especially with bouldering, people love to set dinos at the top of the wall and I haven't become Dennis yet, but yeah. I, 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 I really, hey, if you're going to set a crazy hard move, just don't put it up high. Yeah. We don't want people getting hurt. <laughs> Apex's walls feel pretty high. They're, too. they're, they're, uh, actually, that's a good, I wonder how, they're 14 feet maybe, some, somewhere around there. I, I actually don't know the measurements off the top of my head, but, but yeah, they're, and some of the, some of the features are, you know, pretty overhanging and it just goes for a while, you know? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, so so to be able to, to really help um, produce a really good a good product, I guess it sounds weird to say it that way, but just that's definitely. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, your your routes are your product, though. Like yeah. like we were talking about, it's like if you're a restaurant, your routes are your food. Yeah. Like people gotta enjoy yeah. climbing there. It's gotta, and that's a big thing too. Is like setting up setting up climbing to teach people things. Yeah. Like that's something I've really been pushing for. Um, like at ROKC and, and other gyms I visit is like, it would be so cool to have like your normal climbs. And then there's like climbs that are like set up specifically for like mm. a, a technical skill. Like a layback. Yeah. It's like, layback movement like layback one, Yep. you know, totally. layback two. And then you've got like sloper one Yeah. just to get people like working through like a progression of a style of climbing. Yep. Because totally. a lot of times I'll be coaching people and I'll be like, okay, well, like, have you tried pinches and slopers? And they're like, ah, I'm not good at them. And mm. it's like, well, have you ever, have you ever tried them? And they're like, nah. I'm not try <laughs> One them. time and I fell, so I'm not good at them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's oh, like, yeah. if there was like a clear, like, yeah. progression of like, not not really like a belt progression, but just like yeah, yeah, yeah. having a teaching progression that's set at yeah. the gym would just yeah. be so helpful. I totally. think. Totally, no, I agree. And one thing I find with, I'm very meticulous about certain things, and so I think that some of this is helpful as a as a route setter and being the head route setter is like, um, even using the same hold set yeah. in, in a route. So a lot of times these hold companies they produce you know hold sets. And and first off, I like the way it looks when you have the same set of yeah. holds. It looks for like a, it's like oh, looks that looks really cool. Good. Like it's all oh, pinches. Yeah, like there's a there's a V four pinch route that I set that's 
basically all pinches. And man, that if you're not good at pinches or you want to burn, dude, that thing will blow your forearms out. <laughs> like just do that over and over again, man. But uh, yeah, like so, so yeah, same thing. Slopers, crimps, you know. There's some different things. So even um, using the same, the same set of holds um, for your route, I find will a lot of times kind of create that training thing. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, there's certain movements that you can, that you can force. Now this is the tricky thing is like, and this is a skill. So I've been climbing, and and ever since I started climbing, I actually worked in the campus rec center climbing wall um in college so i've really been like and started like setting routes back then so it's been about 15 years of climbing and route setting is forcing movement but not making it awkward you, like and that's a skill because sometimes they're like for like really trying to make you do a move yeah and it just ends up being weird <laughs> and it's not super enjoyable it's just like that was weird or or yeah i don't know so that's something that and I don't even know how to say to fix it. I'm not sure what to do. But you know what I mean? I think my word for it would be tweaky. Yeah, yeah. It, like, kind of puts you in, like, a position of, like, kind of, like, uh, kind of might hurt you. Yeah, it might hurt you or this doesn't feel right, but it does. And this is the thing. Usually when a, a route setter, especially if they're not that um, uh, experienced, they'll set that move and um well two things can happen they either force the move and their body style their body size let's say they're six foot tall guy um it fits their body size perfect they can fit and it actually box. works for them perfect but then anybody 5'11 or 6'1 it, it doesn't it doesn't work so either it works perfectly for their body size or style of climbing or um the other thing is they're strong enough that they can do that weird toe hook thing mm -hmm. and they're strong enough that it actually makes it easier for them but no one at that grade will do that right <laughs> you know they're like oh man you can get this bomber like toe hook and then pull through on this crimp and i'm like you climb v7 and no one at this v3 is gonna do that yeah like they're gonna just they're not gonna do that <laughs> i don't know they're, yeah and so that's something too like setting movements that oh that flows nice and really cool and and it's like man but knowing and and this is a big point and we talked a lot about this at our setters meeting um was was we are number one thing we are we are creating routes not for ourselves yeah and that's really hard now at my home wall i make them for me because right. <laughs> this is this is my it's home wall. wall and i actually try to set things that i'm bad at um because i know that's good for me but but when we're creating routes um in a in a commercial type setting we're we're creating it for the members we're creating it for those people and so we have to we have to um set usually you know obviously outside of our sweet spot which is a grade below and a grade above what we like to climb that's fun for us mm -hmm. so we have to set outside of what we like to climb and then we have to set in thinking of like the members and the kids and the old people and I mean just all the different varieties and 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 that's that I think feel like that's really hard um, for people and even myself sometimes because I'm like oh this is really cool and then I'm like oh man I need to add a couple feet because uh, my five foot one friend can't reach this move you it's, know it's definitely an acquired skill to be able to set for almost all heights that yeah like, and not 
break the beta. Yeah. That's really hard. Like having enough feet and not using feet big enough that you can cramp. Yeah. Like little detail, yeah, like the little hard. minute details are like, I feel like what you really get good at when you start setting more is yeah. like forcing stuff, but not like, that's a hard thing too, is like, if you want to force a move, you have to be willing to not give up, but realize when it's like, okay, this isn't working. And yeah, like yeah. moving on. <laughs> Let's maybe, maybe scrap it or, or like really start over, bit. adjust it on. Yeah. Cause that's a, that's a block that I've seen a lot of people get into is they'll try to force a move for like two hours. Yeah. You know? And it's like, yeah. It's like just that is inefficient route setting. It's almost sure. like a, it's really tough. It's almost like a song too. Or like, yeah, if, no, it's true. If I'm working on something yeah. and I'm like hitting a wall, come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. but I guess coming back to it's harder when you're like on a setting deadline or you yeah. have like a schedule or something. That's like that. where I love the co-setting thing. And we have, we've created, and I don't know how ROKC or, or even other gyms do it, but we've, yeah, we have, you can set on your own. Some of our setters, you know, they can set on their own, the senior setters. But then we have these open setting sessions where, um, like, Sunday nights. The gym closes at 6. Yeah. But every other Sunday we create space, four to five hours, where a group of us. And sometimes it's two, and sometimes it's, like, ten of us. That's, like, the that you'll get the best dude we forerun each other's routes we give feedback and and that's where like if you're stuck you're like man help me out here whatever or try this out and and then we can help each other out and like that's really good collaboration um yeah yeah so i i i i like um we've been doing that creating some some blocks of time where people can come in and they know other setters will be in yeah and we can set together we can climb together we can try each other's stuff uh, we can help each other out try to also really have a um a culture of of encouragement <laughs> you know which is good you know like like yeah. give give the positive feedback and don't just go right to the thing you didn't like yeah tell them the things you did like first that's actually a good thing to do in life in general is like and then you know if there is something you tweak yeah share that too yeah but but like try to try to keep it positive try to remember that it's it's their route so don't be like hey do this you should totally take all those holes down and actually do this totally different route no no that's they're they're setting that route let them let them um, express themselves and and so that's uh that's something i think one thing too with back with the forcing the move thing i found myself less uh recently too and this is part of maybe the experience um but also a little bit of its efficiency is i i i'm let i used to try to force more individual movements Uh and now i think of uh, a bouldering route primarily that's what i'm setting bouldering routes apex up as like a, a whole flow the whole mm-hmm. flow like so i actually will create something with features and even when i put it up there i'm like now this should go i don't exactly know how it's going to go i'm actually not exactly sure but i know that there's things for your feet here and there's grabs here and and i might you know sometimes i skeleton set and like set mm-hmm. the hands first and i'm thinking okay these are my hand movements and i'll add the feet but i i really um i don't think oh you're going to step on this foot chip to pull off of this hold to reach that hold it's like there's some feet kind of around 
and I'm not sure what foot you're going to use. Yeah. And I almost try to create something more, yeah, just not, not setting individual moves, but more try to set a flowy, the whole route. Yeah. And people might have a little bit of variety, but you're still going to have to do the movements. Does mm. that make sense? Do yeah. you know what I mean? And so I found that I can set, like, for example, we have this, you know, a prow. I can you know set this cool kind of a compression line that's not i'm not exactly sure where you're going to heel hook but there's slopers on both sides every couple feet you're going to probably heel hook some of them i don't know and yeah. you might hand foot match heel hook some of them or you might yeah. use, if you're tall you might like heel hook three down you know and you're heel hooking that one to make a move i don't exactly know but you're going to go up this this prow thing and and i hope it's fun and I hope your chest muscles are sore afterwards. <laughs> so, so you kind of like you kind of set it up. It's almost then, like a feature, and then I, you leave room to like play on it and yeah. like actually figure out a how little to do bit. It. Yeah, and as long as as long as and usually I always have, you know, I always climb it, and sometimes I set alone and there's there's no one else in the gym, um, but but usually it's during slower hours and I can grab a member or somebody and say, Hey, can you give this a try yeah. a kid or, or somebody, you know, somebody different ability levels, especially if I'm setting like easier stuff. It's like, can you try this out? Um, so I have an idea of what a, a V2 climber would try to do on this thing, yeah. you know? Um, and that's really helpful. Um, so yeah, little tricks, little things, what what atmosphere, like what scenarios, do you create your best sets in? Would you say? Hmm. Like is there a trend? That's a good question. Well, let's jump to the other side. I don't create my best sets when I see a cool climbing video, and I try to recreate something exactly like that climbing video. I never can do it. <laughs> I never, I never, it, well, should so say that's never. You, that's, that, that's not my best sets. I might get there, but it's like that one guy or whatever girl, whoever it was, you know, where I'm like two hours trying to force this right. stupid toe hook yeah. move that, yeah. or this knee bar thing that, you saw. And that I saw yeah. that I was like, oh, that's cool. And, and no, those, those are not my best sets. Yeah. Um, usually... Like, is it solo? Is it with other people? Like, what is usually the... Uh, I, I do find, actually, I do find solo, um, I, yeah, it is, it is, is usually the best. And it's usually if, um, usually if I'm drawn to a feature, mm -hmm. like the, the prow or maybe the, we have like a 35 degree type wall, we call the wave wall. And there's just space. It's like a blank canvas. I mean, well, actually, blank is the best. I get super motivated with a blank wall. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, so many. I can do anything. You know, there's yeah. not holds kind of that I have to maneuver around. Yeah. So that helps me a lot. Is is actually finding a feature that it excites me, and then. Um, what are your favorite features to set on? Oh, you know me, compression pro. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> like, just I just I did it on compression, and I I've. I've done bench press my whole life i just love squeezing things <laughs> yeah. and, and using my legs you just love hugging as people. much as possible bear <laughs> hugging up a wall which isn't always the most comfortable but that's just but what man, i'm it's, it's what i'm really good at you and adam man yeah I, that's true yeah <laughs> no i actually i really do like a i, lo, I love a nice um i also love a good like 
kind of steep, uh, I would say, you know, mo um, not like not like super tiny crimpers, but moderate like type kind of kind of and where the the hands and the feet and you got a twist and you and you just mm -hmm. have a you look at it and you go, oh man, I I know what my hands are supposed to do. Maybe there's a little rose ish action move going on there and it. Um, stuff like that that really flows and the feet are where you want them and you just you dance up the wall mm. like that type of climbing is really fun for me to set and those a lot of those are skeleton set mm -hmm. I got my hands moving and then I, I put feet where I think everybody like like for everybody you know there's yeah. foot chips kind of everywhere and it won't it shouldn't break the beta because mm -hmm. they're they're grabbing the hands and it's just this really flowy fun route that if you do it in order if you if you do the hands correctly, which hopefully is intuitive, um, it would be really great. And if you don't do it in order, yeah, it would probably feel awkward and you'll probably fall. <laughs> so you like you like uh, now. What is what would you consider a route that has flow? Is it is it a climb that that has like a theme to it, or is it just that the movement all like comes together in like a nice like like you said like a dance? Yeah, I think. I think both. I think I like theme, thematic routes. Like what? I don't. I don't. I don't like routes that are like crimper to this weird pinch to this sloper to this blocky. Th I mean, it's like this is kind of weird. It's kind of all over the place. I mean, they're, sometimes they're cool, and I mean you get those outside and stuff, you know. But we have the ability to take the same hold set, and I love to. And this is a thing meticulous. Back to the route setting, meticulous Tom hold designers create uh, a lot of times a left hand and right hand you like the grips are designed for specific hands and some of them you can grab with either hand but even then there's usually work as well even then sometimes even the the one that you could grab with right or left like it's more comfortable for your right mm -hmm. and we have the ability to to yeah create and in a way it's just, just comfortable flow you out so so like the same I think a um, a thematic route and when I think of flowy I think of great footwork where I'm twisting my hips and I'm I'm leaning um, actually this is probably a good way is I can almost keep my arms straight the whole way if I climb it really well okay so you like yeah okay so climb so i'm twisting I'm, I'm i'm really using my hips i'm like putting my right hip in the wall you know and i'm re and you know a little bit of movement not totally straight arm but it's, yeah. it's 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 just this really flowy and i'm moving my hips and i'm getting my feet in the right position to where i can just dance up this thing without like powerful lock-offs the whole time um does that, so you, yeah. yeah it seems like you like climbs that you can master yeah 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 and and you could and once you get that down you're like i could do that over and over and over again yeah and eventually i'd get pumped out but i could do i could <laughs> yeah. because i figured it out I've, uh, I've i've really yeah i could i could like do that thing a lot of times that's good your your routes would be good for people learning to climb because yeah. it's gonna force you to like get into positions and not just use your power yeah which i think is really helpful for and like you said like and people need to know that like learning mm -hmm. to climb with like yeah. almost straight arms it's like a really good way to yeah start driving your hips and like turning Ooh. your knees down and yeah. stuff 
Another one that I've been doing lately that is kind of on the lines of that is hip touches. Hmm. So, like, say I'm going to go left hand. I've got to touch my hip to the wall, and I've got to hold my hip and lock it there before I can reach. And it makes you, like, put so much pressure on your toes. Wow. And it, like, really teaches people what it feels like to... Yeah. Get your hip in position, hold that position, then reach. Wow. Um, That's and, cool. And it's fun. I'm going to try that out. It's fun, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I I tend to, and I've noticed this, actually, one, uh, one of your previous podcasts, uh, was it Grady? Grady? Yes, yeah. Grady. Um, after listening to that, I focused, during my warm-up like, climbs, I've been focusing on my technique more. Mm. And because uh, I love to boulder a lot and I love to climb on overhangs, I have a tendency to just hang on my arms. You know what I mean? And my yeah. butt's hanging yeah, your butt's out. Sagging. My hips are sagging. I'm just, I'm just hanging on these on my arms. You know? Yeah. And I, I've tried, especially with the easier routes. Like, no, like, get tight, get tight to the wall. Like, pull those that scapula back. You know, really like, technique my way through this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've noticed it's helped me be better because when you get to those harder climbs, yeah, you don't want to be sagging on, <laughs> on those, no. especially if they're slopers, like pff, you're going to fly off that thing. And so I, I've noticed, um, yeah, like getting closer to the wall and actually I've noticed that, uh, oh man, I need to stretch more because it's hard for me yeah. to get my leg up and stay close to the wall (laughs) on some of these some of these routes like wow i need to i need to keep stretching i need to kind of notice those hips yeah like my hip mobility like because if you're on a 45 degree angle it's easy to get your foot up you just stick your butt out if you're you know if you're hanging out um but actually you do want to stay close to the wall even then Mm. and and uh and core up and get your foot up so that you're not uh because the angle of hanging on something if you're if it's 45 degrees and you're a plumb line straight down, that hold is so much worse than if you're sucked up against the wall. Exactly. Um, it's it's a lot worse <laughs> actually. Because yeah. then and it Man. just it teaches people because like the most important thing in climbing is like body position. Yeah. And it teaches people totally. to like be a little bit more focused on body position and like learning the importance of that so when they get stuck on a project they don't just think it's like finger strength that they can't is the reason because it's easy to be like i'm just not strong enough for this but yeah there's probably more play there's more forms you can get your body in to do that move totally yep yep which i'm glad you're setting you know with that in mind like with like nice technical like mm-hmm. good climbing in line yeah trying to for sure trying to it's good yep yeah there's a because if you want to just get some power training in and you're at that place yeah just go up and hit the moon board <laughs> yeah. i mean you can you can you can crush and jump and grab and finger strength power on that thing all day um and we have some routes like that down downstairs you know in the apex but mostly uh they're not they're not like that because yeah. you can just go up and do the moon board if you want to do that stuff you know right. which is super fun i love the moon board um can only do it about once a week though <laughs> if i have a session on it dude my finger the next day my my knuckles i'm like whoa man that's sore that's intense um but 
yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. I think we got a good I think we got a good thing going at Apex. We've got a good crew of setters. Um, really appreciate the Rattermans. Uh, Phil really puts his heart and soul into the gym and just trying. Yeah. He's always he's always trying to make it better. He's he uh, we have the Ninja Warrior stuff. He's always building obstacles. Like yeah. they'll do an obstacle on the show, and then he's like building it. Yeah, I'm like that's cool. That, yeah, you know, they keep up with it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty neat. So they got a lot of that stuff over there, and um, yeah. So it's it's been a it's been a fun it's been a fun environment, you know, um, to set to climb to hang out. Yeah, good crew. Have you had Have you had any big like takeaways or lessons learned like since like let's let's say like okay first time Tom's headsetter to. Oh, yeah now you're the headsetter like what has been the main differences of how you've been doing things that's a good question yeah i think uh huh well i've realized so well yeah at first um and this probably happens in a lot of climbing gyms especially like maybe more smaller like mom and pop shop Mm -hmm. climbing gyms where you know, somebody's a regular and then they're like, Hey, can I sit around? And it's like, Hey, whatever. Sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, that's not always the best idea. <laughs> so, cause they like put something up. And you're like, it's just really bad. <laughs> it's just like, or they make a project for themselves. Yes. Which is what usually happens. Is, yeah, it is what, and, and, and so, uh, so I think the big takeaway, uh, or the learning, uh, thing lately in the last couple of years of, of this new, season of being the headsetter is um a little bit more structure and like guidelines and boundaries like hey this is not nobody and you know their brother can just come off the street and just start putting holds on the wall but we actually have an onboarding process now and uh we just started that where we're actually going through some you like vet a little bit yeah and and like doing some training um because yeah, there's there's two different kinds of bolts. There's martini and there's regular, and, yeah. and that's the worst. You're like taking a hold off at the wall, and you're like, they don't know how to. Or the bolts like super long or super <laughs> short, and you're just like, like for this, a, <laughs> for a foot chip, they have like <laughs> like the six inch, inch bolt. You're just like, what the heck is going? On? So like things that we kind of take for granted, like oh, like we it's just obvious to us you know Mm. um but it's because we have experience it's because we've learned that and we've probably done that dumb thing and put the wrong bolt in the wrong hold or whatever and so i mean and that's like the basic we obviously progress past the right bolts to use but um but yeah just just so we just started this train it's a five week five session um thing of like training some of our newer setters Mm -hmm. um so that yeah, we can produce a quality product, and it's and it's safe and it's good and um, you know just just all all the kind of all the basic stuff, but then all the the experience stuff. Like I can give away and we can help in some of the more you know the senior setters, advanced setters are like helping with some of it. The like feedback, man. yeah, to give them feedback so that and we, the honesty is yeah, so important. Yeah, so that we can really create something good. So I think that's probably the biggest change is Apex is brand new. And we're just like, yeah, sure, throw a route up, whatever, you know. And now it's cool. like, now it's like, um, no, we like we have a. If you want to set here, that's cool. We have a process, and we'd love for you to jump in and go through that process. Um, but you can't just like start 
creating something. And I think, I think that's good. And we have a lot more consistency and quality because that's of that. That's good, yeah. yeah. So what, is, what was the idea of the five weeks? Um, so there's uh, this, this uh, and, and some of it's based off of, and I don't even know all the letters or the names, like the whatever, route setting, American Standard, whatever, you know, training stuff that they do like for comps. But it's, it's basically been created so that they can, every week, it's like a two-hour session. So our first week was, we just did our first week. We'll do our second week this coming Monday. Um, but just like the, starting with the basics of like, where's the stuff at, the, the tools, the, you know, just all, just the procedure. like acclimated. Yeah, and then, and then actually getting into the setting and uh, their first assignment, and we did this during one of those group setting times, open setting sessions, like for some of the newer, the trainers, uh, the people getting trained to set was like, they, had, they set a V0 or a V1, and we're all kind of there and like helping them out with it. Um, even like simple things like I lay out my holds and like bolt them all on the floor first and usually some extras so that, so that when I get into the groove, I don't have to find the bolt or this or that. And I actually lay them out right hands and left hands if they're hand specific holds. And then I put the ones that you could use for right or left in the middle. So I have kind of this row because I do tend to skeleton set hands first and then I add feet later and that just has it all laid out and then you get in the flow and you you create your route and like you can be efficient and quality yeah um, because that's one thing is I feel like um, if you're gonna set in a commercial setting you do need to be efficient and effective yeah um, because taking four hours to set a route just ain't that's not good. <laughs> that's ain't, that ain't gonna work. It's, it's not, not good for business. Not good for you. Not good for them. And I mean, it might be amazing, but um, but a lot of times, yeah. If you just if you set up well, like your 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 holds and your bolts and your different things, you get out there. You got you got all your stuff ready. Your you know your your screws if you need to put in, you know, so holes don't spin and stuff. You have that all ready. You can really get a get a good route up in. A half hour to an hour you know yeah like, you, that's really good advice with the flow thing because yeah. like once you really get into it you don't want to be like looking for bolts looking yeah. for the hold and then you need. have to run to the back or grab something and just yeah. it just it just breaks down your time it, it it really does and i do think it interrupts uh the psych you know yeah like, it's like it would be like for me like comparison would be like if i'm really into like writing yeah. And I have to go get a new pen. Yeah. It's like it's gone. Boom. Lost I have to it. start again. <laughs> I, lost yeah. I lost the flow. It's out. Yeah, so some basic stuff like that. And then and then what we're gonna get into is more um, yeah, some more like yeah, how how can you force a move or how how do you do certain things and like actually make them kind of have these little assi- they're like these little assignments every week like i like that force this type of movement yeah and uh and then they do it and uh we can review it and help them out and like give them feedback and usually i'm there while they're setting it so i can help them as they're doing it uh, if they're trying to force a, a heel hook move or something you know yeah um so so yeah it's uh we have a couple people going through it now and they'll be finished at the end of june and then um, and then they have, uh, they have to set so many routes, um, 
it's actually 30 routes before they're kind of wow. freed up to set on their own. That's a good amount of clients. Yeah, so it's so we know by then they're they they're tested and true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be junk thrown on the wall. Right, so, that, that's awesome. Um, and then once they're uh, kind of approved or released or whatever you want to call it, um, they can set any time really. You know, yeah. just as long as the gym's not super busy or something, yeah. they can they can come in and just set set over they want now we do have every two weeks we change a color so orange is about ready to come down so we take down a whole color mm-hmm. throughout the whole gym wash it clean it and we even been power washing uh a lot of the holds especially the bigger ones which is great because they look brand new when they're done they're right. really uh ready to go and then and then we put up that new color usually between 15 and 20 routes yeah. so we usually have about 15 to 20 routes every two weeks a fresh set do you guys ever try um because like you're saying with blank canvas Mm. like sometimes it's kind of nice to uh just strip a whole section section yeah because then you get a fully blank wall do you guys ever do that we did we did do that um it's about six months ago so yeah so this we have um nine colors and so it takes about uh four four months yeah it's about four months if we do the color rotation to do the whole gym to do the whole the whole gym the yeah the whole thing will be reset um we'll we'll do that until the end of the summer and then uh or actually maybe midsummer because of the the potential comp that's in the works more details to follow (laughs) (laughs) on that one in mid-july but uh but then we'll go in and we'll actually we'll do that we'll do sections because because about yes Maybe it was more than six months. It might have been a year ago. We reset sections and uh, Phil uh, repainted and resurfaced another coat uh, on on uh, the whole gym again, which nice. is really nice because uh, certain spots, you know, just they get they get scuffed, they get scuffed up, and yeah. yeah. This, so he we reset we reset uh, sections, and he actually re repainted and re like nice. textured. Um, That's a good time to do. That. Yeah. So it was, it was really good and. And so, yeah, that was nice, and I think we'll do that again, and we'll kind of flip-flop back and forth. We'll do the colors, you know, for half a year or whatever, yeah. and then we'll reset sections, and then depending on the comp or whatever, we, we can do other things there. We also have auto belays. Um, we kind of keep those separate, and they're, they're, and they're short. I mean, they're... they're you can't really get a, like a pump on them or nothing. If you want to get a pump, you need to just traverse around the gym. But they're really good for kids mm. and like birthday parties and yeah. And I remember at Lifetime Fitness too. So funny, he's just you know like hooked the kid up there and they're they're leashed in, man. You they yeah. just can't get away. They're like, they're like, I mean that sounds mean, but it's it's true. Like I know like I hook they're locked up into the I, wall. I hook up Kaylee on the auto belay, which is sweet. When me and her go climb, that's my daughter. She's three and a half. Like she's over there, and like I can do a couple boulders, and she'll like climb on the auto blade for like five, ten minutes, and then yeah. I'll hear "Daddy, Daddy," and then you know, then I'll <laughs> go, go over and, there, and I'll go over there and like switch her to the next one. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, it works out pretty good. And she has she has a ball. She loves that's it. Awesome. Um, she got over her fear of like like coming down on it and like going to the top and stuff, and, nice. and she just goes to town. It's really that's cool. Awesome. So those are so helpful for like brand new climbers. Yeah. Yeah. And especially in a bouldering gym. Yeah. Uh, bouldering's kind of, yeah, those walls really are kind of high and kind of like, oh, I don't really, 
they don't want to go up that high and then me spotting them i'm thinking i don't really want you to go up that high either <laughs> i i you know what that's far enough that's good that's yeah. good and some of our like not all our routes especially the easier ones the vb and the v zeros they they don't go to the top of the wall we right. have like they like only go up about 10 finish feet finish jug yeah big finish jug and like down climb jugs that's everywhere you guys have down climb jugs we now? do we we uh just bought um Dude, those 20 are, more actually those We're, are like ultra helpful yeah especially for like if you're projecting something <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness yeah. yeah you're like i gotta climb the route to get into position yeah. to do the crux move that i keep falling at yeah and if i have to climb the route to get there i usually i fall again <laughs> yeah. it's so helpful yeah. to try those like single hard moves totally i want to hear and I, I'm sure other people would too, especially like newer people getting into setting or like people with like a home gym, a little space to set. Like what is like, what could be like some Tom Spackow, like tips set, from Tom, tips from Tom <laughs> just from like doing it for a long time and like kind of understanding, you know, how to build a home wall and like, like what are some, what are some, what's some advice you could, you could share with everybody? Tips from Tom. Tips, Tips from, Tom. from Tom on setting. This so, like a new setter to like advanced setting. Yeah. Well, I think here here's a, let's say you do let's say you do have a, a home wall and you want to get into climbing and you, and you're not that exp- like you've never set a route. Right. You're like, "Hey, I want I made this home wall in my garage or basement or whatever." Um, my tip would actually be find some experienced setters mm. and feed them and have some beer and some pizza or whatever and like get them over there like maybe from your local gym or something and like yeah. actually have them come and set some routes for you because yeah, at, fr- at first at first um yeah i mean you yeah you play around like throw some routes out that's cool but but if you you have some more experienced climbers um that can come over feed them and they'll be fun you'll be hanging <laughs> out and they'll like set some routes like for you and then yeah. um i think that's really helpful uh if you if you have a home wall and you have like never set anything because yeah. i've seen um like yeah uh i think sometimes like let's say this dad makes his home wall for his kids because they're really into climbing but he has no idea like what to do mm. he'll just like splatter holds everywhere mm. and it makes no sense <laughs> yeah and like yeah the kids can climb it but there's kind of it just doesn't make any sense there's no rhyme or reason to it and uh so i think that can be that would be my tip is ask for help if you are in that boat and you don't have um you don't have experience if if you've got a if you got a little bit of experience um setting yeah back with the home walls thing i would say um, I mean, it, it's your home wall. Like, make it fun. Make the yeah. route something that you'll want to climb over and over again. Which means, yeah, you'll have some project routes, but make some like really fun circuits. And that's like, I have a bunch of fun. You climbed some of them earlier. The black and the like. There's this purple thing, you know. It's like a really fun juggy just so circuit. Just stay on the wall for yeah, a while. Yeah, and it, it flows. It's like it's fun, and I enjoy climbing it. Yeah. And so I use it to warm up, but I also use it to like get some endurance training on, you know. And so set set fun climbs that you'll want to climb over and over again. They're not awkward. They're not tweaky. They're not you know stuff like that. They flow, and then 
yeah, like then also, yeah, set some projects that are really cool. Um, you said earlier, like set stuff that you're not great at. Yeah, so I'm really bad at like really deep lock-offs. And so I've set some stuff where like I just have to do really deep lock-offs or even like kind of like bumps, mm -hmm. like really far away bumps. Like I'm really – like that's – that's like my weakness and so i've set some routes that just just like <laughs> nail me on that man it's just like yeah really tough so like set that's a little bit more advanced i would say at first the goal though is um you actually want to you want to keep climbing on it I, you don't want to get bored with it so make it as fun as possible um and that that's the goal so if you're and then so that's kind of the home wall like do it yourself or type person if you're route setting in a gym honestly tip from tom it's not about you that's i mean that's really the biggest tip is like just really try i know you're psyched on this route but you're you're setting for the the members and like really try to think about the different people who will be climbing this route um and i think that will help you create a much more quality product yeah. is is think about uh, be selfless. Yeah, yeah. Think about the other people. That's really important advice because it's really easy to get wrapped up in what you want to do, especially if you're excited about training and progressing and yeah. and all of that. Because it's like, as a setter, like you have the tools to yeah help yourself train. Yeah. But if you're setting in like a commercial gym, you're there for the community. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's yeah, that's and really that important. that is tough. And and most of the route setters are strong and psyched and like progressing and so that's really it's really tough to do i think i think you have to yeah you just have to figure it out and 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 and, and don't get me wrong you can get away with it a little bit sometimes if yeah you're setting that super hard grade like some of the setters at apex uh, i tend to set a lot of the easier routes because i'm like hey guys like you're psyched to set V8s. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I don't climb that, so you just Have like fun. and and the truth is no one else really climbs it other than you guys. Like yeah. the, the most of the setters, there's a couple members that that climb um, in that area, but mostly it's it's them. So I'm like, oh, yeah, set your route for that's kind of for yourself or so your I'm couple strong fun. buddies. Like that's cool. So I'm not saying you need to be like totally like it's but mostly, yeah, especially with the easier stuff or, you know, moderates, like you really have to think I'm setting this for others uh, and how's this going to work for them? How, how's it going to flow for them? And, and I think if you do that, you'll, you'll do a good, you'll do a good job. Yeah. So what about like leadership wise? Like you, cause you're leading a team of setters right now. Like how do you deal with, um, like if, if people have disagreements or how do you deal with like keeping it honest and like keeping it yeah keeping it honest but also constructive like yeah how do you how do you manage that well i try to really live by this rule in life um it's like 90 percent encouragement 10 percent correction in marriage in parenting and same thing with the setting and i even said like shared that at our setters meeting like hey like let's really encourage each other like over the encouragement and, and i'm not it's not flattery it's not like you know but um just you know i'm saying this just to make you feel good but no like really like pick out things that you like like because there's 
usually any route, there's something cool about it. Mm. There's something good that you can comment on. Like, I like the holds. I don't know. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I like the holds you picked. Yeah. Or you put them horrible. No, <laughs> I don't know. But no, and, and then obviously you can you can be gentle and be nice about something you don't like. Um, but yeah, I think um, so. Le- leading is like, hey, let's let's be encouraging. Let's be positive. Um, we have a, a little tool that we use that's it's kind of like an app it's technically a website but um it's climb plastic and we use it like and members can use it and it has our gym and it has the routes and but a lot of a lot of times and some of our members use it but we really use it as setters to like try each other's climbs and you can like leave a little note mm. like is oh, it that private was, or it's uh the notes the comments only the setters see gotcha and you can give it a thumbs up or thumbs down you can rate it so gotcha. we actually use it for rating too, like consistency. I get a little route report. So like, oh, this is um, everybody thinks this is V four um, for Apex, and and for me, I don't. I just want us to be consistent within our gym. Uh, you know, different That's gyms. Because everything, every everything, everything's a microcosm. Different. Yeah, you go yeah. to Peter's Branch, you go to Arkansas. I mean, it's just and every so, gym's totally different too. So it's like, hey, and sometimes you know people come over and they're like, oh man, like see, I can climb higher at sequence. I'm like. It doesn't matter. I, it, it's all good. Like <laughs> as long as you like our routes, like the, I mean, just have fun. Like yeah. care the numbers, you know. You can always find something that's going to challenge. Oh, you. always, yeah. And so, so um, try to be consistent with our within our gym. But yeah, I think in leading. So we have that. I was going to say. So communication. So we have this communication device. Communication is super important in um, relationship and leadership in community communication community i'm sure there's some they're connected somehow in the greek or whatever but uh but so like communicating trying to be positive though in our communication but then also like um don't attack the person um and and don't attack the route but if you have a feedback hey it feels like it needs a foot chip you know like share that or last move feels a little sketchy (laughs) you know or whatever like you can share that too and and I guess not to take it personally, and this is the tough thing with route setters, mm. is we um, we created this thing. Oh yeah. And we like it. <laughs> yeah. And we're and then somebody like doesn't like it, mm. we take it personal. Yes. And that's that's really tough. And and um, so I guess just trying to help people like, hey, um, your route is not you, <laughs> and you are not your route. Like you're a person, and you created this route. Like if someone has. Oh, actually, both ways. If they really like it or they don't really like it, like it's it's just the route. It's not a it's not about you as a person at all. You're you're Joe. You're nice. You're, out, you're not your rock climb. You know. Yeah, you're not your rock. And so, and that's just. I think. Uh, I think that's kind of tough. And it's that artistic thing too. Like if somebody created a piece yeah. of art, and somebody's like, I don't like that Van Gogh stuff. You know. And maybe that's why artists are so depressed. They go crazy. Man. <laughs> cut off their ears and stuff it's because they just can't handle it you know <laughs> they're like you know it's so but you're right like you gotta you give it away when yeah. you're done with the route it's not yeah. yours anymore it's there yeah you gotta give it away and it, yeah that's a really hard thing though it is and even for me like and especially if if i and you know i said it earlier somebody like oh that was a cool climb there's also times when i see somebody that doesn't like my climb or they're struggling and they're just just not doing the beta like it's just really bad and like this route's so awkward i'm like i yeah and i again i'm like the fly on the wall 
and so I'll help people if they ask for help or if they look right. like and I'll say hey do you want to you know uh, um, can I can I help you out with this or whatever um, but uh, but yeah I, I try not to take it personal like yeah oh, they're just trying to figure it out <laughs> yeah. you know so uh, encouragement far outweighing correction when there is correction try not to take it personal or be personal with it and, and try to do it in you know gentleness uh, you know and uh, and then having that so we have that kind of that little website climb plastic that we use for communication um, and we do climb a lot of the setters do climb together pretty regularly so we can also like do it in person you kind of got that bond too, yeah where it's like it's people maybe won't take stuff so personally because you've like built a rapport yeah. and there's certain ones too like I know for me and even some of the guys have said it like like if I say something they it, it um like if one of the newer setters is like hey I don't like this or I don't like that they're like oh whatever but if I say something they're like well Tom's like climbed a long time and there's just more weight there like mm. the, the and they know I'm not like I'm just trying to help their route out and it's and so I think sometimes that's it too is the new kid on the block setter um, that maybe is super strong and just crushing super high grades but is a new setter just because you're super strong like you're uh, maybe you know take it easy on giving the advice to all the old guys <laughs> because you're just still learning you know and so yeah. sometimes if, you, if you're uh, if you're if yeah, it's just it's just like the teenager that thinks they know it all. Like, yeah, you do have to be careful too, because the truth is, it's a creative, uh, creative process. And and this is maybe last point is is I I could always offer a suggestion of how the route could be better in my eyes or or change it because. Yeah, you can move things around really it's easily. It, it, yeah, it could go this way, it could go that way. You could do this, you could do that. And one thing I realize is, 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 uh, no, like, they're trying to create something. And if I can offer, I don't need to give any ideas. Only if it's unsafe or really needs is awkward in a spot or needs a foot. But I'm only gonna give ideas or suggestions that that helps build upon what they're trying to do, mm. not what I want to do with their route. But mm. like, if I'm going to give input, I want to build upon like what they're trying to create Yeah. and, and not make it mine. Cause it's not mine. Right. And so that's something that's tough. Cause you could always say, Oh, try this or try that. And it would just totally change the whole route. It would, mm. it would, it would take it in a different direction, but they're trying to, they're trying to do something. So if I can somehow like, and so a lot of times, um, when we do these open setting sessions, people will create something and, uh, and really like, Hey, can you help me out with this or that? And I'm like, Hey, why don't you like kind of create the rough draft and actually just set the whole thing. And then when you're done, like I'll come over and like check it out and like play around on it. And then I'll give you some feedback versus move by move feedback. Cause one, I think it will be better for you as a setter Two. It'd be better for me because actually you're not distracting me because I'm trying to set her out too <laughs> <laughs> right. right now. Like and so like you set yours and I'll set mine and then like we'll try each other's out after we have the rough draft and uh, I'll give and then we can help each other out. Because then like you said you've got the, an idea of the flow. Yeah, and like what they're way. going for. Oh, you're trying to yeah you're trying to force this layback movement. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Like sweet. Like 
that's really neat or oh I would I would angle that hole to you know another 15 degrees or something or oh add a foot over there so people will like will put their body that way yeah and so then it, it gives you it gives you more to play with and that's part of too I said it earlier I don't set I don't think about setting individual move to individual move to individual move to individual move I try to set a, a flow this this whole route flows in this theme style and um, and so if somebody's asking me every move like hey where should I put this next hole and I don't know where do you want to put it I'm not sure like what are you thinking I and mean, it could yeah. be an underclean could be a side pull could be over there you could dyno over here I don't know where you, where do you yeah. what do you want what do you want to do with it I'm not sure like right. I would I I would put it over here and like no I don't like that I'm like okay well put it wherever you want that that way of doing it I feel like puts a lot more trust in their full process of like putting it up there too yeah 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 it, I do and and then it's like okay like and that's I even use that word a lot the rough draft like yeah like yeah. create kind of your rough draft and then like and then then we'll play on it and even with our setters that are training right now um yeah basically same thing like create your rough draft and then i'll come over and like and if you have questions i'll help you as you go they need a little bit more attention but really like kind of like let them loose you know yeah i uh, helped them line up their holds helped them kind of said what's your idea you know you got this feature what are you thinking oh i'm thinking this and, okay this seems like a good idea go for it and then yeah. let me know when you're like stuck or done and we'll uh we'll check it out because then <laughs> you can go into like that quote-unquote editing phase exactly and that's the thing yeah because when you're like it's it'd be the same thing with writing i keep coming back yeah. to writing but like can you imagine someone over your shoulder editing while you're writing oh no like it'd just, kill the flow yeah and you and you have and you have everybody's got yeah they got ideas and they got they got things to give it's the gift thing again create I, they have something in them to create this route or whatever music and can you can use whatever uh yeah out outsource or outcome you want but they have something in them to create to bless others to give to others to to a gift and so it's like no you got this and then yeah and, and honestly most routes don't need to be like overhauled they usually just and some of them are totally good to go like it's awesome good good job and other ones like okay we just need to do a couple a couple typos mm. <laughs> you gotta let's a little let, more punctuation let's tweak this hold <laughs> yeah. let's add a foot chip here last move's a little bit reachy we don't want to we want we don't want to make you know like the hardest move the crux should never you know be at the top or to you know let's make the exit a little bit easier and it's good a little yeah. bit of editing and and it's awesome and and usually yeah 99 percent of routes just need a little bit and that's why i think forerunning is super important oh yeah uh and 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 as many well maybe not as many as possible but a couple people to try to try it out and and size wise and uh is really good for that that final edit so that it's it's like that's a good it's a good route yeah it's ready to go it's ready to go yeah no i really appreciate that process because like to me just like thinking about like if i was a new setter it's like that that process that you're going through makes people feel like they actually are they actually have like a full they have full control of like what they're doing they're like being trusted to like 
try things and they're in a place they feel safe to like make mistakes and not yeah. feel like bad about making a mistake and and like just really being creative and and learning the process that's yeah. that's awesome yeah i'm stoked it's fun man yeah I wanna you come. have to come and i will try some of our steak out i definitely let will. us know how our meal <laughs> yeah. how our how it's going there how your restaurants how doing. our restaurants doing there do you do you have any like um before we before we like finish up do you have anything that um i don't know that you feel is important that you want to share with like climbing community or just like anybody listening or anything like that um i actually do have i do have something i want to say um uh kansas city and i was talking with somebody at the gym about this good old nate nate he got his name on my wall oh you have to sign my wall i do still. have to sign yeah wall. yeah he climbed it so he gets to sign the wall nate backer over there but we were talking about how um in the last so in the last like five years we've had all these climbing gyms pop up and uh, and I think the thing that I've realized, um, or we were talking about, is there are uh, Kansas Greater Kansas City is about 2.2 million people. There are more than enough uh, potential well climbers and potential for climbers that I I really and I don't think there's much of this, but like there that there should be no spirit of competition, and there's not much of that in in the climbing scene that I see with gyms or different things. Every once in a while you get a little bit of it. Um, and it's different to like compete like youth team versus youth team. You know what I mean? Like that's like kind of cool. That like healthy. is a competition. Yeah, that yeah. Li- that literally is a competition. <laughs> <laughs> it's like us versus you. Yeah. But like in in gyms, but just like uh, I love that the climbing community is a community, and that we can roam around and enjoy each other's steak, <laughs> and like hang out and climb and and so even just saying that like like we uh, yeah I love climbers. Apex, I mean, yeah, I love to go get my, my pump on at ROKC. And, and even with different gyms bu- jumping out now with Sequence and then the new R- ROKC and Olathe and stuff, like, I'm super happy. And I don't think any climber, climbing gyms should fear, I guess, like the poverty mentality or poverty mindset of, oh, like, there's not going to be enough. It's like, no, there's plenty of people. Mm-hmm. Climbing's a super fun sport. And if we all just try to... Um, do our jobs well and create like fun safe community like act activity you know this this uh atmosphere like we're all we'll all be all good it's a win yeah it's a win-win for everybody uh so i guess that's my my last my last leaving point is is i love all you climbers out there in kc and beyond and i love that we can uh can connect in different gyms and at the crag and I would say all that stuff. Mine, mine to like piggyback that would be like, and I think you'll agree with this is like if you're in ROKC, like come talk to me, like mm-hmm. just like come see yeah, me. I'm totally. interested in like you. That's good. You know, like I want to yep. meet people. Yeah. Same with you. If you're yep. at Apex, like come talk to Tom. Yeah. I got a beard. It's starting yeah. to get some gray. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I have biceps. He's got a real strong back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Borg. He's the Borg. Come talk. No, totally. Love that. And that's part of it. Like, cause really, climbing's fun. Um, but more than that, is it really is relationships and friendships and like having a good time. Yeah. And climbing just creates the avenue, the context for good hanging out. Yeah. Good talks like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's and been growth, good. And growth and, and presence. And yep, totally. All that stuff. Totally. Dude, 
Thanks for the s'mores. Thanks for the burgers. Yeah, Thanks for the, man. the home wall climbing. It's been fun, this man. This is fun. Really good to reconnect, again, Connor. Dude, this is good stuff. Yeah, bro. Thank you. Definitely. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to check out more of my content, you can go to condorclimbing.com. If you want to support me on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash condorclimbing. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Love you. Bye. Thank you.